0: Hey everybody, welcome back to A Thousand True Crimes. Woo. We are so excited to have you guys with us. Um, so, how are you doing, Joe? Mm.
1: Like, so ready and prepared.
0: <laughs> oh, for Christmas?
1: Oh, I meant for the episode. I completely forgot oh. we were recording today, <laughs> so I am not ready nor prepared. But fortunately, we're Ow. just doing true crime, so all I have to do is sit back and listen.
0: Mm-hmm. What you drinking over there?
1: Um, I have to still go to the grocery store today, so literally all we have left in our house is tequila. So I just have like tequila and ginger ale. Okay. And my oh, cute, little cute little
0: snowman. snowman. <laughs> is that from Target? No, I got it
1: from Harris Teeter. It was on sale for like ten bucks for a set of two, and I was just like, eh, why not?
0: Ah, uh, gotcha. I got like Baby B a cute little, um, and it's like a Santa on it, little cup Aww. from Target. Yeah. And I haven't used it once. I need to use it.
1: (laughs) I'm like, if you use it on Christmas Day, that's enough,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, it's super, it was super cheap. I think it was like three bucks from Target. And it's definitely like it'll break if he throws it, which he's like in the process of throwing everything on the floor. Mm. That's like his thing. And it's very annoying. (laughs) So, all right. Are you ready to hear about. Jean-Claude Dominique. I
1: guess so. I'm never ready for these. Good grief. Yeah. Oh, this is from Married with Secrets. (gasps) I saw that documentary series and
0: I wanted to watch it. Oh, this is going to be great. All right. I'll let you. I'll let you. Tell us all the things. So I got a lot of this information because like I just watch a lot of true crime. And so it's always interesting. And then I always try to like go online and see if I can find out more information Um, but I got a lot of the information from the ID channels, uh, show Married with Secrets season one, episode one, and then also on Reddit. And then I kind of, I couldn't find a lot of other information for this case. And I don't know if it's because it was like older, like back in like the nineties, early two thousands. Okay. And just not out there. I don't really know. But a lot of the information I found was like just repetitive. Okay. All right, well. Again, Again, I'm like relearning how to research.
1: (laughs) Listen, you've been killing it, so keep up the good work.
0: All right, so we're going to do the background first, kind of some background information. Okay. So Jean-Claude Dominique was born in Haiti, and he was one of 23 siblings. So he had like 23 siblings. I don't know how anybody could have that many kids. It's got
1: to be multiple mothers, you think one no.
0: one womb produced all
1: those children? Well, I mean, you have the Duggars. Good. They God. have like nineteen kids. That's true. Good great. So I don't know. There I There must was have like, been multiples.
0: <laughs> there must have been multiples. Hubby's like, When are we gonna have our second one? And I'm like, um, as when are soon you get as me you a figure wife? out
1: Yeah, as soon as you figure out how to get <laughs> pregnant, babe.
0: As soon I'm as like, you figure that out. I don't out. know. <laughs> oh my gosh. We also, for oh, I forgot to say what I was drinking today. Oh my gosh. We're just, we're like all over the place. We're going to have to like reset. Because we're this. recording on I'm a Monday. <laughs> I know. We're just like not, not with it right now. I'm drinking some Pinot, mm, Pinot Grige. Classic. Um, can't go wrong with mm-hmm. a nice cold Pinot. Nope. Can't go wrong. Okay. So, anyways, he um, had 23 siblings and he is originally from Haiti. Good grief! He was like a beloved physician. He was caring. Everyone that met him loved him, and he was pretty much like the type of doctor you would want. Like he was empathetic. He actually listened to his patients. He mm. cared, and you could tell he actually cared. And like he was like a nice guy. Okay. Like super nice. Um, he As was they the always one in are. his family, yeah, that ended up bringing some of his siblings and family over. To America. To America. Okay. And one sibling he helped to bring over from Haiti was his brother, Ali. Uh, And he gets important down the road. Okay. Keep that name in mind. Yep. When Dominique was 29 years old, he was a doctor working at Interfaith Hospital in New York. And this is where he met Elliot. And she was also from Haiti, and she was a nurse at the time. Oh my gosh, that's she so moved. cute! How they spell her name—it's yeah. E L I E T T mm-hmm. E T T. It's so cute. I heard like different pronunciations, like people kind of pronounced it a little bit different. Yeah. So, but I'm gonna go with Elliot. Yeah, that's I think what it is. I kept hearing. Yeah, I but think that's what. Like, it's, yeah, it's probably
1: French in some way. Um, but I just yeah, especially from being from Haiti, I'm very fond
0: of girls with boys' names. So it's very cute. cute. Very cute. <laughs> she was also from Haiti and she was a nurse and she moved to the U.S. in the 1970s. And she was also a major reason for a lot of Dr. Dominique's success. He and she helped finance his studies and education. Ooh. so she was. a Yeah, they were like a power couple. Essentially. Nice. Good woman.
1: <laughs> yep. Not that women who they don't fund dating- their men's success are bad women, of course.
0: Yes. There definitely are. And I'm sure we'll probably do a couple cases of those. Um, So they started dating, and on May 20th, 1980, they got married. Oh So they moved into Elliot's two-bedroom condo in Brooklyn, and it was just, like, minutes from the hospital. And this is also important, so you're going to want to have to remember the brother and uh, the condo okay. in Brooklyn. Okay. And so they have two kids, Jean-Claude jean claude jr who was born in 1982 and rachel who was born in 1984 and she ends up staying at home with the kids you know how usually that goes yeah and in 1993 they moved to a neighborhood in long island called baldwin harbor and it's like a very nice neighborhood like it's like you want to be in this neighborhood it's like the The hoity-toity like probably where all (laughs) the doctors live got it all the rich people yeah and he starts to work at King's County Hospital, and, like I said, they keep their old old condo in Brooklyn, okay, all right, so that's kind of like the background of their marriage and Dominique and Elliot so okay. on march twenty second nineteen ninety nine Jean Claude was forty nine years old and he was in Brooklyn, New York at the time and around midnight he was a victim of a hit and run. Oh no, mm-hmm. So he was hit so hard that he had flown into a gutter and had multiple trauma to his head. Oh my god. So they there was one witness and the police end up talking to him and he ended up seeing what happened and they end up actually finding the car about one block away. But it had been reported stolen a few year a few years, Jesus, a few days before the accident. Okay. So they have no idea, no idea who did, who did
1: this, this or why. I mean, mm-hmm. my guess is if it's around midnight, it was probably an accident, probably not a yeah, target.
0: and you might think he's a target down the road, but I personally think it was, I don't think he was. It seems- I think it was a, I think it was a pure accident,
1: Yeah, based off of like no information about what happens down the road, it sounds like somebody stole the car, accidentally hit this guy, and drove the fuck off
0: because they were like, ah, yep. shit. And then just abandoned the car because yeah. it was stolen. So yeah. So like- they were like, I our joyride is over. Yep, we're done. Yep. Okay. Okay. So his wife. Poor guy. guy. rushes to, yeah. And like I said, like, he actually, like, I mean, what he did is not good. And you'll find out in a second. But, like, all in all, there's worse people out there, I guess you could say. Mm, interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, let's hear about his crime. So... Elliot rushes to the hospital and sees another woman sitting next to (gasps) Dominique. Gasp. Mm -hmm. The pearls have been clutched. (laughs) Yep. Who is claiming to be his wife. (gasps) She is not. So. To Elliot's face. To her face. To his face. Yep. To her face. They're both like, who the hell are you? I'm his Um, wife. No, I'm his wife. No, I'm his wife. Essentially... Yeah, essentially that's, like, what's happening in the hospital room.
1: Oh, my God. And they're
0: arguing, and the second woman, Betsy, says that D- Dominique said um, him and Elliot got divorced about 17 years ago, what? and that and that Betsy and Dominique had two children together as well. <gasps> mm-hmm. Bastard. So the hospital is trying to figure out which one is the wife, and Betsy ends up showing them a marriage certificate. And, of course, like, Elliot didn't think she needed to bring her marriage certificate to claim – to prove that she was the doctor. Yeah, of course son. not.
1: She's just rushing like, to the hospital to be with her husband. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's not like, oh, let me go grab my uh, binder with all the important information yeah. <laughs> just in case that there's a second woman there. Like <laughs> –
1: that's not how you go to the hospital every time you go see a loved one, Chelsea. You don't bring all the printed documents.
0: Seriously. I mean, oh, I could. God. I have Literally, I do have a binder with all important documents because when we move, it's very essential to have. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so Betsy shows the hospital the marriage certificate, and the hospital is like, Elliot, sorry, girl, you got to go. You have oh, to leave. Like, we're going to no. go with Betsy as the wife. So now Betsy is the one making decisions for Dr. Dominique's life yikes
1: yeah there's a whole lot of yikes out here so is he illegally married to
0: two women it comes down yeah 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 so we'll get more into it um good grief all right yeah it's it's crazy and like this is we'll get more into it but he always made sure that both families were taken care of like he was a loving father like he was a great father he was I mean, a loving husband, as much as you can say he was a loving husband. Yeah. Um, Like, he always made sure that the families were taken care of. So the wives had no, like, Elliot had no reason to believe that he was cheating or anything like that. Right. Because he was a doctor, and... So he if he was, was like, busy, um, she was probably just
1: like, or if he was with the other family, he was probably like, "I'm just at work," and she bought it because why would you or, doubt it? He
0: would stay at the condo, yeah, at night. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yuck, messy, messy. So, yeah. So a little bit about Betsy Marie Betsy. I want to say her last name's like Barbler. Barbler.
1: It's probably again yeah. something French. Bar
0: and Jean Blier? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. But Betsy and Jean- Jean-Claude knew each other in Haiti and dated. And their families are friends. Like So they're, they're childhood sweethearts. And okay. the families know each other and they're close. So in the 1980s, Betsy comes to America. And her and Jean-Claude start to rekindle the relationship. So you have to remember, uh, Elliot and uh, Jean-Claude got married, I think, in what, 1980? Yeah, mm-hmm. 1980. And then... Betsy comes sometime in the eighties. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, so he secretly marries Betsy and has two kids with her, and they buy a house in New Jersey. He was secretly married for about twenty years between the two families. Good God. And he was using the old condo in Brooklyn as a way to cover for his two marriages.
1: I mean, first of all, this guy is total garbage, obviously.
0: But also, like, how exhausting. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he did it. How would you? Especially t- since he was like, con- and he was like a top doctor at the hospital. So he was constantly seeing patients as well.
1: Exhausting. Good grief. My one spouse yeah. is exhausting. I'm just kidding. I love <laughs> you, honey.
0: Yeah, but it can be. It's a lot of work. Um, right now, like I look behind me and my husband's like doing random stretches. <laughs> 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 he has his headphones in. <laughs> um, on April 30th, 1999, 39 days after the accident, Jean Claude passed away. Oh, okay. So he never recovered. So he never recovered. I mean, it was such intense drama to his head. Like, yeah, he had brain damage. Like, he would have never fully recovered from it.
1: Yeah. Okay. No matter what. Okay.
0: So the death certificate says the cause of death was blunt trauma and lists Betsy as next of kin because she's the one that had produced the marriage certificate to the okay. hospital. Right. Yeah, yeah, got it. So now Elliot is now picking up the pieces and she's trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like Betsy was too nice about like making sure that Elliot and her kids were taken care of. And that's my personal opinion. I I never read anything about it, but it just kind of came off that way.
1: Okay. That sucks.
0: Yeah. So now Elliot's, like, at the condo because it's technically her condo. Right. She owned it. Like, it was her condo. So she's cleaning out the Brooklyn apartment, and she finds an envelope with her name on it. And inside it, she finds all these documents, including a divorce decree, signed by her. She is, like... what? disbelief like what the fuck is this she never signed any of these papers yeah ever he never mentioned anything about a divorce he never mentioned that he wanted a divorced
1: um,
0: on the divorce papers he claimed that elliot asked for the divorce which like obviously is not true yeah Ooh. so elliot hires attorney charles <laughs> sloan because now she's like uh I, I have to fight this. Like what? Yeah, the heck we got is, a problem on? because yeah. yeah. Because Betsy's now controlling the finances from Jean-Claude's estate. Mm. mm. Mhm. I see. So she's like, "Hell no, like I'm not going to like take this lying down." And like I would be pissed. But like it's so hard cuz you can't even get answers anymore because like, not from him, he's dead. I know. Yep. Not Damn. from him, he's dead. So like, That would be so hard. Do-
1: like your entire world is is not just like collapsing on you? It's like just continuing to blow up. So like you lose yep. your husband who you think is faithful and loves you. Then you find out he has a whole nother family. Then you find out that he's got all this stuff set up so that if anything happens to him, this other family are the ones that are taken care of and not you. And then you find out that like all this work that you put into helping this man build his career in America was like almost it seems so that he could bring this other woman over. Yep. And support her. Ooh, yeah. Poor and I don't Elliot. Think,
0: I don't think he brought Betsy over. Um, And I could be wrong, but I don't think so. I think, like, she came over on her own, but because the families were so close, they had been in touch, and it was okay. easy to get back in touch with him.
1: God, That's it. what
0: I think. That's what, like, I got. And, again, I could be wrong, but that's kind of the information I got. So... so Salome brings in a handwriting expert to compare her signature and the signature on the divorce decree. And he proves that the signature was forged. Okay. Like, that's good. So they kind of, what they believe happened was that since the divorce paper divorce paper had to be signed in front of a notary, they think that, he, that Dominique used someone to pretend to be Elliot. Okay. So July 5th, 2000. They go to court um, to show that, like, the decree, the divorce decree was incorrect and that, she, you know, Elliot's the true wife. Okay. And a judge declares that Elliot was the wife of Jean-Claude. Oh, okay. Jean-Claude, because they proved that she never signed a divorce decree and Betsy's marriage was never, never legal since okay. he married Betsy after Whew. Elliot. Yeah. All right. So now Elliot has full control of his assets. Good. He had about $70,000 in mutual funds, multiple life insurance policies, and one was worth like a million dollars. Oh, wow. Dang. Okay. Yeah. So all four of the children get a share of inheritance. So like. They made sure that the children were gonna be okay. Good. Which Good. like the children should always be taken care of because like they didn't make they were not in control of this. Like right. they had no Absolutely. idea. And I do and I do believe that Betsy did believe that he was divorced. I think that he was like manipulating and kind of had narcissistic type tendencies. Yeah. Um So the house in New Jersey belonged to Jean Claude and Betsy, but because of the ruling, the share of the house went to Elliot. But Elliot gives Betsy the house, and that's it. She's like, "I'm not gonna like kick you out on the street." Like she's not that type of person, so she lets Betsy keep the house. Well, good for her, I guess. Yeah, she's nicer than I would have been, and nicer than it sounds like Betsy was being. Yeah, like again, I didn't couldn't find anything about like Betsy's side of the story, so I don't know, okay. and they never really talked about like anything that Betsy was doing or not doing.
1: Well, we won't crucify so, then, so we don't because we don't know.
0: Yeah, so in all of this, Elliot finds out that Jean Claude owns another building in Brooklyn, and his brother um, Ali and Betsy were in business together. Okay. And it was a beauty supply slash money transmittal store, which I don't know what the money transmittal means. Like a Western guess, Union
1: type thing. Uh, oh, okay. Where okay. You can like transfer. That that's what my guess would be at least.
0: Yeah. That's what I was kinda thinking, but I yeah. wasn't a hundred percent sure. And I could've Googled it, but wife. Mm. <laughs> um so Ellie's like, I don't want this fucking property. Okay. So she wants to sell it. So her lawyer, Salone, sends a letter to Betsy advising her to stop collecting rent from the rental properties and the building. Okay. Okay. So this, like, kind of pisses off Betsy and Ali. Like, that's, like, for them, or at least for Ali, it's, like, the last straw.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I can appreciate a little bit because they're like, well, this is our job. Like, we weren't trying to do anything bad here, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So I can appreciate that. So October...
0: Yeah, October 30th, 2000. Ellie goes back to work as a nurse at Interfaith Hospital, and she usually works the earliest shift. So it's early in the morning. It's like 5 a.m., 4, 4 to 5 a.m., somewhere around there. So she remotely started her car from her house, and when she looked outside, like, she opened the front door, started the car remotely, and her motion-censored lights were on in the driveway. So she was kind of like, huh, that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. But she goes back in the house to finish getting ready. And when she goes back out, she notices that the light does not come back on. Okay. So, like, it's been kind of, like, turned off. Hmm. In a sense. So, she turns just to see if the switch was on and is shot shot multiple times. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Her, yeah, yeah. Her, so she runs back inside of the house and her children call the cops.
1: <gasps> she didn't die like on the spot? No. Thank
0: God. Five sh- shots were fired and she was hit twice in the head and one in the hand. Holy and shit. And once in the hand. Mm-hmm. At Good 5.30 a.m., officers are on the scene.
1: And they're like, where's Ali and Betsy? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty
0: much. They're like, uh, what's going on here? <laughs> So a neighbor at the time was out walking his dog and saw two black men running from the scene in puffy black jackets.
1: Mm.
0: Um, it was, one was a heavier set man was walking south and another man was, who was taller was walking north.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: So the CSI team is looking around the scene and they find a gun. And they end up having a guard watch her while she's in the hospital because at this point, they're like, clearly, it was an assassination attempt.
1: Yeah, someone was, like, trying to kill this woman. Good grief.
0: (laughs) So, again, she survives the attack with minor head wound injuries and some fractured fingers. And they believe that when she was looking back to see the light switch to see if it was, like, turned off, Mm -hmm. that's what saved her life. Oof. Yeah.
1: This poor woman!
0: (laughs) I know she cannot catch a. This been a year. We thought 2020 was rough, man. Yeah, this woman had this a rough past year. year. <laughs> yeah, she's she can't catch a fucking break. Jesus um, Christ. So she tells Atticus that she has been having some issues with Jean Claude's brother Ali, and he wanted to have this like over the top lavish funeral for his brother, and Ali says no. Elliot says no. Sorry, Elliot says no because she can't afford what he wants. Um, you know because now like the sole caretaker like her husband yeah that was the breadwinner is dead so there's no money coming in and yes they got money from the estate and this and not but she's got to pay for at the time of children We also have to remember at the time of the funeral betsy was in control of the finances oh not okay so she didn't have and she wasn't working so like she didn't yeah. have like money just to spend like yeah he wanted to spend about 30 grand on the funeral
1: oh my
0: which i know funerals are expensive
1: Thirty thousand is extreme yeah
0: so at that point because she can't afford it ellie takes over the funeral and the family turns against elliot and won't allow her or her children to go to the funeral and they pretty much are like betsy is the true wife not you oh so all of the family has betsy's back real hers. messy Yeah, it got messy. Real messy.
1: Good grief. Okay.
0: So the cops are still looking around the neighborhood and keeping an eye out for anyone that looks suspicious during the day, like back at the crime scene. Yeah. And that's when they run into Alexander Exama. And he isn't dressed for the weather. It's cold. And he does not have a jacket. And when they question him, he has no idea where he is. So Mm -hmm. they take him into custody because, like, they're kind of like, ah, like, something's not right yeah. here. Not the right answers to the questions we needed there, sir. No. And it was like, you know, they're in New York. Yeah. And end of October, beginning of November, like, it's cold. And, like, how are jacket. you lost without a jacket? Like. Exactly. How far did you walk? Um, sans jacket. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So they take him into custody, and right away, he just still, he just starts telling the detectives what, about what happened. Nice. Perfect. So Alexander tells the detectives that he was hanging out with this guy named Mike about two months ago. And he says that he needs a driver and some help to kill this lady. (laughs) (laughs) And he would get three grand. I also read they got 10 grand, but not sure if that was like the total amount and it was split between people. Okay. Or if just Alexander and Mike each would would get three grand each. So it was like a little iffy. But they're going to get money for this. And also, three grand... And ten grand does not seem like enough money to go to kill, kill somebody. somebody. Well, that's what I was going to yeah. wonder. Like, do people just sit around? Like, do they all get together with like
1: the criminal club and they're just like, "Hey, I have someone who needs to be killed. I got three grand. Anybody want it?" Like, how do you even start these conversations with people?
0: Hey, are you interested I don't in killing how... this random woman for three thousand yeah. dollars? Like, <laughs> how do you even find a hitman? Right. Like, how
1: do you even start these kinds of conversations? Because like this happened frequently. So how yeah. like how are these. I wouldn't even. Do you just put it on Craigslist? Like, I don't maybe, understand. Maybe
0: there's like a site on the dark web. Maybe. I bet there is. I you mean, and I. The dark web is a scary fucking place. So we joke, it wouldn't surprise me if it was like hitman.com. I wouldn't be surprised either. And I love how, like, we always joke about how we'd be able to get away with a murder. But I don't think
1: we would. Cause, like, step one be like finding someone to do it. We're like, I don't. Do we just call someone?
0: First off, don't incriminate myself. But if you're going to commit a murder, you don't tell anybody you're going to commit a murder.
1: Yeah, it does seem like having hitmen tends to not work out a lot.
0: No, unless, like, you're in the mob.
1: Yeah, yeah, unless it's part of the organization.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, still doesn't seem much to me. Like, if someone was like, I'll give you 10 grand, but, like, there's a chance you're going to get caught, I'm good. Like, eh. Maybe 10 mil. 10 mil, I might be able to. It would depend on,
1: like, how horrible the person was, really would.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's not incriminate ourselves here. <laughs> so, so at this point they're like the detectives are getting the information and they're getting ready to leave the room and Alexander changes his story. And Alexander's like, "Uh, just kidding. The guy's name that was going to help him finish the job was Marvin, not Mike. And then they were hired for the job by a guy named Joe." You okay. So I don't know why he, like, felt the need to lie. And then as they were leaving, they were like, okay, bye. And he's like, wait, actually, my uh, guilty conscience is coming up, and I need to tell you the correct names. I guess, right? Like, what?
1: Yeah. What in the world? Okay. yeah, All right.
0: So it's, like, 2 in the morning, like, the next day of, like, after everything happened. And detectives are talking to 38-year-old Joseph uh, Mose. And their stories are similar. Like, Joe is going to drive Alexander to Long Island, and Alexander brought Marvin because Marvin had a gun. Like, okay. And Joe said this, he did this to say, for this a friend. all seems very, like, keystone it copy. It was very rushed. Like, no one, like, sat down and thought, like, huh, how can we make sure we don't get caught? Like, yeah. some, like, they got drunk at a table, and they're like, you, you yeah you, let's kill her that yeah. gun like yeah we could do it simple yeah we're gonna go like, kill her. yeah yeah it just does not sound very planned Mm-mm. at all Mm-mm. so joe ends up backing out like the night before the shooting Joe's was like oh oh we were serious about this yeah um <laughs> He yeah, sobered up real go quick. go ahead and say no, <laughs> no. Also, hold on, my door just opened. Does, does your door do that often? Is there, like, a ghost in your house? Oh, uh, I mean, this base is supposedly super haunted, so Ooh. it could be a ghost in the house. But also, I was going to say, the other night, I think it was, like, Friday night, um, you know the podcast, And This Is Why We Drink? Yeah. Yeah. G- great podcast. They did a an episode on Black Eyed Kids. Have you heard about this? I haven't. Okay. Well, they're super creepy fucking kids. Google it. Listen to their podcast. Um, they go into like great detail about it. It's a great podcast. Anyways, so I'm literally sitting on my couch at, on Friday night, and I guess like the drinking my wine, and I guess like the door wasn't shut all the way. And during the winter mo- months in Hawaii, it's like very windy. Mm-hmm. very windy especially the side of the island that we are on mm-hmm. and out of nowhere this fuck the door just fucking blows open uh, and you were like ah! literally my <laughs> like i clutched my wine glass like that was gonna do something to protect me but i just listened She's to like the i could at least get about- one last sip in <laughs> I was like, let me just get wasted. Um no, I was like, just let me finish my glass.
1: Just one last one.
0: If I'm going um, out, I'm going
1: out with wine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I I could have also like broken the wine glass.
1: Mm-hmm. And I could have
0: used that as a weapon. Oh okay, yeah, you could so get that stem,
1: stab him right in the neck.
0: Yep, there you go. Um, death by wine. Yep. <laughs> and um, but I just got done f- listening to their episode of black eyed kids. So like there was that split second where I was like, is there a black eyed kid out there? Yep. Cause it's fucking creepy as hell. Google it. All right. I'll so, listen to it. I'll look it up. So yeah, you have to like make sure the door is like super shut and our garage door is open right now. So like the, the crosswinds. Yeah. Is just crazy. Yeah. Okay. So where were we? So Joe ends up backing out the night before the shooting and Ali drives Marvin and Alexander okay his brother Mm -hmm. so this guy's an idiot Ali was yeah was pissed about her selling the storefront and he was not going to allow her to do that like he is like fuck he is like fuck Elliot I hate her Mm -hmm. like no she's not gonna ruin any more of my life and ruin in quotation marks yeah um. So they end up arresting him, and he claims that he was protecting himself because Elliot was involved with the hit and run of Jean-Claude. That is incorrect. It was, like, he was just literally, like, just saying anything and everything. He was just trying to, to save his himself. ass, yeah. 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 He was just, like, saying the stupidest shit. mm. So he just starts going off how she disrespected the family. She wasn't the true wife. She wouldn't help with the funeral. The storefront, oh and thought if she dies, this is his logic. Thought if she dies, he and Betsy would get the money.
1: Oh my God! Oh, what an also idiot! Correct. Yeah, like y- you could have done a quick, a quick search, a quick Google library.
0: Well, it says two thousand. Okay, yeah, just so walk like down that. to the library. They still had those then. Mm-hmm. So Ali Marvin, Marvin Gidden, I think is how I say his last name, Alexander Exama, and Joseph Moyes are all arrested and in jail two days after attempt. And also Betsy is cleared of any charges of being involved in the murder attempt. She, I don't think she had good. Any yeah, I doubt she did either. That poor. woman. I don't think she did. I she was probably was going through him. her own
1: turmoil. Like what the fuck? yeah.
0: So Joe even said that Ali had talked about wanting to kill off Betsy and her children and Elliot's children. Oh yikes! Mm -hmm. So he just wanted—he just wanted the money. money Is what he wanted. What Mm -hmm. a so February two thousand two, the jury finds Ali guilty of second degree attempted murder and conspiracy to commit murder. He is sentenced to eight to twenty five years. Nice, but like eight years to me is not that long for like attempted murder. Still a year longer than rape. That is very true. Um,
1: Marvin. People don't care about women, Chelsea. You know this.
0: I know. <laughs> stupid me. 2020. Who would think? How dare you? God. <laughs> Get it together. So Marvin, one of the gunmen, pled guilty to second degree, attempted murder, and is sentenced to 19 years. So, like, to me, it blows my mind just because, like, he didn't pull the trigger Allie gets could possibly just get eight years, mm. but he was the mastermind behind it. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyways. I'd have um, to see the trial transcripts. Alexander, yep, also pleads guilty and is sentenced to 12 years. And Joseph served as a witness for the prosecution, and he pled guilty to attempted criminal facilitation in the second degree and was sentenced to one year. So. Okay. Which, like, I'm okay with because, like, he backed out. And he, he bailed, yeah. And he was like, yeah, you know, you should have backed out from day one when they came to you. You should have been like, and there's the door. Yeah. But at least you, you backed out, so.
1: A little yeah. slap on the and hand. And so
0: where are they now? Um, I couldn't find a ton of information about Betsy. Actually, I couldn't find hardly any information about Betsy or her children. Aw. Um, but Elliot is retired from nursing. She is traveling and living her best life. Rachel graduated from two Ivy League universities and is an attorney.
1: Oh. And
0: Jean-Claude Jr. earned a degree in engineering. And at the time that this episode was out, he was pursuing his master's. And I believe he already got that and he's practicing engineering. Oh. And Jean-Claude's hit and run is still an open investigation. Wow. So that is the case of Jean-Claude Dominique. Whoa. That's some crazy shit Yeah and like I said I think the hit and run was A um, I think it was by some random Person on the street like I it don't does, think it was Anybody involved
1: It seems very situationally families. like I mean it was late at night it was after midnight Someone probably yeah. stole the car They probably were just t- tooling Around and then they didn't even see yeah. him crossing The street they hit him and they were like gosh Shit and they just pieced out ditched the car And fucked right off <laughs>
0: Yeah. And, like, had this accident never happened, then, like, he could still be alive, old as hell, and still married to two people without them finding out. It's like, possible. He it pretty well. Yeah. So, who knows? What but, um, in the hell? Yeah. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. That it's is not, a crazy that's one. them. And you know what? Like, so, don't discuss murdering people over dinner with your friends don't do that yeah, either unless
0: you're in the mob like they know what they're doing they have time yes. they've had years of experience but like yeah it just like i don't know i was like okay guys obviously you did not listen to any true crime growing up you did not you seem like that, it. that wasn't how that yeah. goes <laughs>
1: <laughs> the rest of us are like you did the crime wrong <laughs> yeah like what are you doing i like, mean thank god thank god they did it wrong yeah. that poor woman she yes, could have been dead and
0: Oh my god! I know. Could you imagine? No. Like, thank God she had her guardian angel is like still catching her breath. Like, yeah. Oh, oh.
1: She's she had to, tired. Like, force
0: her to turn at the last second. Yeah, she's like, I'm out. I'm done. I need Peace to replace out. it Talking I'm out.
1: sorry. I'm I'm burnt out. I yeah. gotta go. <laughs> I'm
0: done. But yeah. so, Joe, what's your weekly win? Um,
1: we did our anniversary photo shoot.
0: Ooh, fun. I know. I'm so I know. excited. I'm excited to see the photos. We do this. The ones that are like PG. Yeah. We
1: do this every um, anniversary based off of like the theme, like the traditional themes of the anniversary year. And this year it was leather. So we got to do something a little kinky and fun. So the hubs and I really enjoy doing that. And yeah, I think that's my weekly win. What about you? Oh,
0: got the hubby home. Woo! So that's been, it's been, um reintegration is real yeah it's been a lot um <laughs> but it's also been stressful because like he's trying to figure out a few things um so we're still up in the air of are we moving in 60 days or six months yeah so, like we don't know so hopefully we get some answers soon oh. but that's my weekly win and now we're in quarantine for two weeks so hopefully we don't kill each other well Just Chris- kidding we're not going to christmas so, is coming yeah, and christmas is coming that'll be a fun day Yep. <laughs> we have so it, what, much energy today. Can you guys tell? <laughs> it's cuz we didn't have like the whole week to like like bring us down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Again, sorry for any mispronunciations. I was like I can't even say that right. Sorry for any names that I mispronounced because <laughs> I'm just not – I'm the worst. I need to go to a class, I swear.
1: It really um, is just – and it's, like, all names. It's not even, like, foreign names. Like, you'll put, like, K-A-T-I-E-E, and she'll be like, wait, what? And you're like, it's just Katie, yeah. Chelsea. It's just names. It's just it's Katie. Just names.
0: I'm the worst. <laughs> because, like, names can be pronounced so differently. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. And I try to, like – I need to start spelling it out the way it sounds instead <laughs> of spelling it out correctly because, like, then I can do it. But when I spell it out correctly, I'm like – that I is like never there in the English language. And now all of a sudden Sarah. So like how do I say this?
1: Yeah. No, I totally understand. I don't know. So I, I think I do you apologize. nailed it. Guys,
0: please don't sue me.
1: No, I think you nailed it. <laughs> or you can. You will get nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you about the literally. Oh, also, like, yeah. Especially the fact that the military is most likely not gonna be getting paid starting the new year. So that's gonna be real fun. So yeah, go ahead. You can have my um I don't even have anything really valuable. So, get yeah, my computer. That's probably the most valuable thing I have.
1: Oh, don't take our computer, you guys. Then we can't record. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right guys come check us out next week and find us on all of your podcast platforms give us a like give us a follow give us a subscribe and if you have any questions if you want to talk about it or if you have ideas for episodes or anything like that it's called a thousand true crimes podcast discussion group on facebook we're in there um follow us like us all the things
0: all right bye loves, bye guys